0: This is Rami, your locally produced podcast. Welcome to This is Rami, episode 6. I'm Lee, and I'd like to welcome you to the weekly podcast that brings you news, events, interviews, and information from the heart of Ramsbottom. This is basically my journey into learning more about the Ramsbottom community, uh, interviewing people and uh, finding out just what's going on around Ramsbottom. I've not been living in Ramsbottom for very long, and uh, I'm using this podcast as a way of not only helping other people to find out more about Ramsbottom, but also to help myself. Uh, This episode, we've got an interview with Gwenda Newton from the Friends of Nuttall Park, and she talks about basically living in Ramsbottom for most of her life and just what goes on in Nuttall Park with the Friends of Nuttall Park group. So over to Gwenda. Welcome to This is Rami. I've got Gwenda Newton from the Friends of Nuttall Park on the phone. Hi Gwenda, how are you?
1: I'm fine, thank you. How are you?
0: I'm not too bad. Are you enjoying the weather this week?
1: Oh, it's been wonderful.
0: It's been it? amazing. Yeah, it's uh, it's really nice to see Ramsbottom all lit up in the actual sunlight, as opposed to yeah. lit up with a sparkle of snow as we usually get over the over the winter.
1: <laughs> yes, it's a change.
0: It is. It is. It's a nice <laughs> change. It's a real we- we- welcome change. Yeah. Um, so, tell us a bit about yourself and your connection to Ramsbottom, if you don't mind.
1: Um, I've lived in Ramsbottom now. In June, it will be
0: forty years. Wow. Okay. It's nearly
1: a lifetime. Um, I came here um, because of my husband's work forty years ago, and I haven't moved. <laughs> um, in actual fact, I've lived in the same house for forty years as well.
0: Well, you found the right one then.
1: Well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> we thought so. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's it's close to Nutsholm Park, and that's one of the biggest attractions.
0: Brilliant. Yeah, it's, it's lovely around there. It's all. Uh... Yeah. A lot lot of scenery and trees and things all. Yeah, it's perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So what's your connection to the Friends of Nuttall Park then? Um, It
1: it was started, it was suggested as a group, I think it was 2006, by Amy Leach, who was the then ranger for Nuttall Park, because we had 10 rangers and they were based in different places. Um, The base in the park was a new building, and Amy suggested that you know we, we had a little group who could work to help the park to uh-huh. um, help to improve the park, which we did. Um, it's since become an independent group because of course we don't have any rangers anymore, or at least we have half a ranger. Right.
0: Okay. Is that was that due to council cuts or something? Or
1: it it was It, right. was. it, it dropped from ten to eight, and then eight to three and now we've got half of one who of course can't get to all the parks so um you know the things that he does um can't be as much as eight ranges yeah
0: yeah because it's it's a really big park isn't it you know you you forget how big it actually is until until you're actually in, in amongst it all
1: it is and it's very popular um it's used by an awful lot of families obviously um football groups People who come down to jog round. There's um, a buggy boot camp where they they jog with the buggies.
0: I think around the park. Right. Yeah. I saw. Uh, I saw the joggings like Tuesday afternoon. I think it is. And yeah, there there's is, there's yeah. lots of um, there's a notice board, isn't there, in, inside the park with all these events. Uh, there is. On there that. is. Yes. So how how can people actually get involved? You know, uh, maybe they can then lend a hand.
1: Well, we have we have various ongoing things, and then every so often, of course, we have a big event. We've just had our Easter fun hunt, and we bought 350 cream eggs.
0: Wow! And okay, that's a big they order. All,
1: they all went. Uh, they weren't all Cadbury's cream eggs, I hasten to say, um, because they didn't make as many this year. We couldn't find enough, but we had three 350 eggs, and that mean they all went. I think it was twelve we had left, so that means that we had 338 children actually doing our Easter fun hunt.
0: Yeah, I had some friends actually. They said that they they just they didn't know it was on, but they went for a walk in the park, and then there was like lots of kids. They were like, "Oh, what's going on?" And like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was this uh, egg hunt. So yeah, it's it's great success, and if you have got that many them that many people around,
1: that's right. It's sort of a quiz for the juniors. It. it teaches them things about the park because they have to look for things and obviously answer questions and the little ones walk around and they count things in various places in the park that we've played there. A bit like
0: an orienteering slash egg thing. Right, perfect.
1: That type of thing. Um, So that's an annual event. We have um, an annual event which is the Lantern Parade at the end of October and that again... I wouldn't like to say how many people come, but an awful lot of people.
0: Is that the but, uh, started two thousand and eleven? I think.
1: I think it was. Yes. Yeah. I, think um, I just
0: happened. It's funny that you mentioned it. Actually, I was, I was when I was researching you, as I, I generally do. Um, I happened across your meeting minutes for for that right. one. It just ha- so happened it was about that. So yeah, I think it was the first one, and it was uh, ninety pounds to put together. So yeah, if you yeah. if it's Sounds like you're doing really well. If uh, you've got a massive variety of events that are happening, you've got you know this egg hunt. So that you mentioned there was 338 children at the egg hunt. Is yes. that is that your biggest event that you usually put together, or is there anything? Mm, I bigger? would
1: imagine there could be more people at the lantern parade or similar, something right. like that. And of course, being a public park, we don't charge for entry. But at the lantern parade, we just have buckets, we shape buckets.
0: Donations um, and things, yeah, and
1: people donate,
0: and the yeah. people generally quite forthcoming, or they're do you have to shake generous. them loud? They're very generous. They're very, very
1: generous. generous, and I think they can't really believe that we're not char- actually charging them to come. Yeah, um, yeah, because most most generous.
0: things, even you know, even something small, a lot of the times. Um, there's a small entrance fee, or there's a little, um, you know, subs to pay if it's like a meeting group and things. But yeah, it's it's good to have things that are that are uh, initially free, but obviously most people are willing to pay a donation if they feel they're getting value for money, and I, I can't see why they can't um, feel that. So you've you've been around for forty years, then just coming up. Um, yeah. So you've seen Ramsbottom change a lot over the lot. past few years. Yeah. So I asked this. Well, I asked this all of my interviewees. In your opinion, do you feel there's anything lacking in Ramsbottom? Maybe a business or a shop, or it could be something that you, that you know has been here before, maybe that you'd want to return?
1: Um, I think we are losing quite a few shops, as shops. I know we're getting more restaurants and things, which is bringing people into Ramsbottom. But that does tend to be quite a lot of evening um, Yeah. people. And during the day, although I quite like it to be quiet, um, I would think that the actual shopkeepers would prefer there to be more people coming during the day to shop.
0: Yeah, because obviously, although the restaurants and bars and things bring business in in the evening, it doesn't help the shopkeepers unless they stay open even later.
1: No, it doesn't really. But, I mean, it's very good for, for us people who can walk into Ramsbottom and, you know, have the choice of, no
0: end of restaurants. Yeah, I've, I've had a few people mention uh, various different types of shops. And um, I was with my family uh, this bank holiday weekend just gone uh, in Honiton in Devon. And there was a toy shop there. And there's a few mm-hmm. people that have mentioned things about like a bookshop or a toy shop. Uh, and I think, did, did there used to be a toy shop on the Bridge Street? There
1: was on the main street, yes, on
0: Bolton Road. On Bolton Road, right, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and and then that just went toys. right. Okay, so mm-hmm. really traditional, uh, yes. traditional stuff. There is
1: at the moment the puppet shop. The yes, puppet shop, yes. And there are toys in there, obviously as well. But I think that's due to clothes. Yeah,
0: I've heard. Yeah, I've heard that's due to clothes as well. Um, it's it's tucked away near um, the. Stand by the Summer sea yes, theater. near the theater, theater opposite theater the theater, right. isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and um, it, it it is a shame because obviously so many people now use the
0: internet, don't they? Yeah, they do. Um but I think I think Ramsbottom does have a nice, you know, a community feel. So I think It does. There is an advantage where you know, a lot of people would be put off opening a shop. Um there is obviously that advantage to opening it in Ramsbottom, but I think one of the problems might be um for example with the Denise Smith um Sh- yeah. uh, shop on the corner was the high rent of that place. That was twenty two thousand pounds rate uh, rent, I think, a year. So, oh, golly, that's a lot. yeah, it's it's you know it, it does it does push off. it. Yeah, it puts it quite out of the reach of mm-hmm. some people. Um, mm-hmm. But I do know there's um, talk of a community group or possibly a community shop opening up, and uh, I've that offered I've offered to help and uh, and good. do what do what I can uh, and mm-hmm. hopefully draw up some interest. So I, mm-hmm. what I'm hoping is uh, I'll get. I'll get someone from that on, on the podcast and we'll speak to them yeah. about that. But uh thank you very much for speaking to us on the This Is Rami. Uh, good luck with friends of Nuttall Park and I hope to speak to you soon. Thank you. No problem. Thank you very much.
1: Bye.
0: Gwenda Newton there, absolutely lovely person to talk to. Uh She clearly has a, a lot of passion for what she does around Nuttall Park and um she, she really does have quite a lot of information with regards to Ramsbottom itself. So I expect... ...that I'll have her on another podcast in the future. So there's uh, just a few events... uh, ...well, (laughs) there's quite a lot of events coming up... ...but there's a few that I'd like to make special announcements for. Uh, So Monday the 13th of April... ...and Tuesday the 14th of April is the Easter Wood Club... This is an event from the Community Initiative. Uh, we spoke to Danny English last week on the podcast. Um, the cost for this event is £30 per child. It starts from 9am until 3.30pm and you can give Danny a call uh, if you go onto the webpage uh, com. I think that's www.TheCommunityInitiative.com. Um, You'll find Danny's contact details on there. Uh, Give him a ring and uh, get yourself booked in. Wednesday, April the 15th, it's quiz night at Duckworth Arms. It's just £1 entry into Ray the Quizmaster's quiz. If you fancy taking on the brains of Ramsbottom, get yourself over to there and uh, give it a shot. Thursday, 16th of April, Roundsbottom Community Choir. Uh, This has been running for a few weeks now. I think it's possibly the fourth week that this is uh, coming up. It meets at 7 until half 8 at St. Andrew's Church. Everybody's welcome, everyone who, whether you can sing or not, if you just want to go for to have a bit of fun, then then come along. Just join in, really. Uh, You can contact Karen, and the contact details for that are on the podcast notes for this episode. Friday 17th of April. It's the pre-election debate. Obviously the uh, elections are coming up soon and this pre-election debate is kicking off at Christchurch at 7pm. That's Friday 17th of April at 7pm. This is your opportunity really to ask questions of all of the local candidates uh, for the parliamentary elections and just to get your opinion across and, and make what you feel is important to you heard by your local candidates really. Saturday, the 18th of April. It's a tea, toast and bacon butties inside St. Paul's Church. It's 10 a.m. until noon. Everybody is welcome. So uh, that's it for this episode of the podcast. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, as always, you can find the information for this podcast and all previous podcasts at thisisrammy.co.uk. if you click on podcast at the top of the uh, menu. And you should be able to find everything in there. Um, This podcast is released every Sunday at 10 a.m. And if you subscribe using iTunes or any of the many other methods, such as um, Podcatcher or uh, Dogcatcher or any of the... Basically, if you've got a favourite podcast app, have a look for This Is Ramy. If you don't find us, get in touch at uh, site at thisisrammy.co.uk. And I'll be sure to do what I can to get the podcast included in your favorite app. Thank you very much for listening. And you'll hear more from me next week at 10 a.m. on Sunday. Bye.